0: Hi, and welcome to Deep Leadership. I'm your host, John Rennie. Are you ready to step away from all the negativity in the world right now? As I record this, it's November 15th, 2020, and not only are we still in a global pandemic, but we don't know who the president is two weeks after a highly contested election. My guest today, though, is focused on the positive. Eric Goodwin is a man on a mission. He is working to impact his community and workplace in a significant way. His new book, Impact My Life, is helping guide people toward making positive changes in the world through direct action. So put away your angry tweets and DMs and listen in to a message we all need to hear right now. So, are you ready to dive in? Let's get started. Welcome to the Deep Leadership Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Eric Godwin. Eric is an educator turned author. His new book, Impact My Life, Being the Change, is a call to action for people looking to make a difference in their communities and workplaces. Being a leader means making a positive impact on the people who work for you. And in a year filled with so much negativity, I'm excited to talk to Eric about something positive. So Eric, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, you're John, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh man, it's great to have you and it's great to uh talk about something positive in the midst of a year that there's been so much uh negativity.
2: Yes, I I agree 100%. It's been quite a year. Um and I think uh my book is going to have a good impact on this world and our climate and culture and uh I'm looking forward to spreading my message.
0: Ah, oh, that sounds great. So, so first of all, get started. I mean, you are a teacher and a leader. And I'm always curious to know people's origin stories. So why did you choose education as a career?
2: So um, it kind of all started when I was in high school. So in high school, I was involved in FFA, which is a student leadership organization with an emphasis on agriculture. It's actually the largest youth organization in the country for high school students and middle school students and um my agriculture teacher Mr. Jolly he still works at Midway High School down in Sampson County. He uh he was a big influence on that and um he was kind of my role model when I was in high school and uh he took me f- to my first national FFA convention in Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh when I went and I was hooked, I decided I'm like, you know what? I can I can do this for the rest of my life. So I um I went to school at the University of Mount Olive and got my degree in agri-science education. Got my first job in Columbia, North Carolina, and moved to Washington, North Carolina after about four years of that. And now I'm a middle school science teacher in Manassas, Virginia. So I've kind of hopped around, did a few things. And, um, you know, just the overall message of, you know, agriculture and FFA is really what um, pushed me to want to um, give back and um Having a great role model such as Mr. Jolly, uh, he's the he was he was my big influence in becoming a teacher.
0: That's great. I think I think all of us can point to someone in our lives that um, was either a mentor or a leader or someone we looked up to. What stood out to you about uh, about Mr. Jolly that really um, really that made you want to emulate uh, him as a as
2: a person? Um, he had a lot of character. Um, he was humorous in the classroom. Um, he was dedicated. He, uh, he helped students. He, he, um, he built relationships, um, with students and, um, and, uh, just wanted to, um, really, he just kind of took me under his wing. Uh, and, uh, I, I felt that I now wanted to give back, um, based off of, uh, you know, what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, you know, it's one of those things when you have a role model or a mentor, you know, you kind of want to reflect that. And you can see the success that they have in the role that they have. And, you know, you want to kind of imitate that and you want to surround yourself with people such as that. And um, I think um, those traits is really what um, really wanted to push me into going into education.
0: So it sounds like he was a person that impacted the people around him.
2: Yes, he was.
0: It still is. It sounds like,
2: yeah, he's, <laughs> so, he's still down there.
0: <laughs> still doing it. Still, still yeah. impacting lives. That's great. That's great. That's great to hear. And, and I always think that leadership is like a, it's like a pebble going in the water. There's ripples that come out and you don't realize the inf- influence you have just on the people that you interact with, but also the people that they interact with and you can really spread your message and spread your influence. And I think that great leaders do that. They they influence the people around them who then influence others around them. So I think that, uh, sounds like you had a good, uh, good mentor, good, uh, role model.
2: I did. And, um, some other, you know, influential people As you know, as you grow older, like, you know, when you get into college, you find another mentor. Mm. So, and that was Dr. Sandy Maddox at university of Mount Olive. Um, and she was, you know, she's the director of the, uh, um, school of agriculture and biological sciences down there. Um, and then I met Dr. Austin at um, North Carolina A&T State University, for my master's degree, he is a great influential person. And each one of them have different character traits that push you and teach you a different lesson throughout life to grow you into the leader that you want to be. Um, and so, these were very uh, impactful people.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. <clears throat> one thing they taught us about the about uh, leadership when I was in the Navy was to uh, you know emulate. The qualities of great leaders that you either work for or, or that you're around. But then <clears throat> the neg- the bad leaders always learn from them as well. Try not to do the things that they do. But I think, um, at least I know for myself as a leader, I'm a collection of all of the great leaders that, uh, that, that I worked for over the years and, and the inverse of all the bad leaders that I work for. So it's interesting how, how, uh, people can influence and shape the way we, Uh, approach life
2: Yep, and um you know just like you know as once i got my job into teaching you know you have great um principals assistant principals and you have these leaders that you look up to and they make you want to be better or they teach you like you know uh i'm going to really do it a different way (laughs) right Uh, exactly i learned what not to do um in the last two years i've actually been a department lead at my current school um, leading a group of teachers to, you know, accomplish a goal. And that's, you know, student success. Mm. And um, and the process is to get to student success. Um, so that role has actually taught me a lot as well, because um, this is my 10th year um, teaching as well. So the years has come up and mentoring other teachers, young teachers, you know, stepping into that role, because um, it's, it's one of those things, you know, it's one of those careers that you have to take care of the ones coming in right, right. Um, so you know and because if you're not modeling that for new teachers who's going to do it it's either going to be someone positive or someone negative um, and then that's going to overall impact the whole school climate and culture right um, exactly and that's what we need a positive positive climate culture equals positive students who are coming to school excited they're ready to learn and they're ready to be successful
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it works in the workplace as well, too. Same thing. Positive employees are going to be making a positive difference for your company versus ones that are miserable and uh, not happy and not uh, and and feel like they're being treated unfairly.
2: Yeah. Happy teachers have happy students. (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. (laughs) So you have a new book out. I want to talk about that. I'm excited to talk about it. It's called Impact My Life, Being the Change. And actually, you corrected me as we were talking earlier on. It's actually hashtag impact my life uh, being the change. So my first question before we get into the details, but why hashtag impact my life? Why is it uh, titled that way?
2: Um, So um, when you first get the book, so for the ones who are going to watch the recording, this is the book. um, The book actually, um, when it starts off, it goes over a purpose and then it goes through a goal. Um, So the purpose of the book is to spread um, kindness, um, is to spread um, positivity, and to impact the lives of others, which will in turn impact yours. Mm. And so as you're going through the book and doing things, um, you're going to be reflecting on these activities or impacts and then you're going to be sharing about it. So that's why it's hashtag impact my life. So you're going to be sharing it on a social media platform of your choice, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, um, Facebook, um, Parler. That's the new thing, Parler. TikTok. Parler, TikTok. Can I make a TikTok video? Yeah, TikTok videos. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was the whole purpose of hashtag impact my life is because, you know, you can look up hashtags as well and you can see, you know, the impacts that are taking place throughout the world, throughout your community and things like that.
0: No, I think um, that's great. I know, um, you know, and, and and we'll talk a little bit about this, but I know that, um, you know, social media, we were talking a little bit before we got started is that, you know, when it started, it was all kind of friendly. Everybody was just experimenting with it. And then it's become now a very negative place with a lot of people talking politics and yelling at each other and these strangers just, you know, having these, fierce debates online. And, um, you know, it's kind of evolved from where, where, where it began. And I think if I, if I'm correct, if I, you know, reading through the book, it sounds like seeing some of this negativity online was actually some of the Genesis for writing this book, wasn't it?
2: Correct. Um, so as you know, as a leader, communication really is the found one of the foundation traits of being a good leader. Um, As you know, like when you communicate face-to-face, you can see body language, things like that. But when you're on social media and you post something, you can't see that body language. So Mm. people can misinterpret things. It can come off negative. Um, So the real genesis of Hashtag Impact My Life was kind of – I started writing it um, in 2017. So my fiancé at the time – And I were about to get married about four months. We got married in April, um, started writing a book that January. And so I was just sitting on the couch because, you know, we can have the TV on the background. She's on her Kindle or whatever. I'm on my phone just flipping through. And I just start seeing all these negative comments Mm. because, you know, the election had just gotten done um, and things like that. And I was like, man, something's got something's got to change because, you know, it used to be babies food you know different celebratory events things like that and now the whole atmosphere and culture of social media um has turned into rants and Mm. um politics and things like that and not spreading good messages Mm, and so that was the more it gave me the foundation and motivation to start this to make a change um And a lot of times, a lot of people will sit around like, you know, I want to make a difference in this world. And then a lot of times it kind of gets lost. Mm. You don't know where to start. And I wanted to create something that someone could possibly start, give them the foundation to make a change.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I I agree with you. I see a lot of people say things or say, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to run a marathon. Right. But many people don't take that next step, which is Action. And when it comes to positively affecting your world, where do you start? You know, where yeah. where, where do I start as if, if I see the negativity in the world and I want to do something about it, how, where do I start? And it sounds like you wrote the book to help people get started. Is that right?
2: Correct. Um, because, you know, everybody needs that foundation. Everybody needs a stepping stone. Um, especially the ones who, you know, might not necessarily have the background to want to go and do that. Mm-hmm. And plus it's a risk. A lot of people, um, especially with, you know, as you as a business owner, you know, taking that risk to start a business or to, you know, invest into a product like this, it's, it's a huge risk and you want to invest in yourself. Um, cause that, you know, one of the things was, is when we were living in North Carolina, um, we were paycheck to paycheck, you know, I was con- contemplating getting a second job and my, wife now she was like no you know we'll never see each other we won't spend time and I was like well I'm going to invest in myself and so and then I why not invest in myself but also invest in other people so and that's why um I created this product mm. and I'm hoping it will actually um make a difference for other people cause like it has for me
0: well that's great yeah, I think that's, uh, it's good. I think sometimes you need to, people need a catalyst. They need a, or, or they need a igniter to get things moving. And, and from what I, everything I've seen in, in the book is that it's, it's, uh, it is, it's, it's an igniter. It's, it's a call to action, which I like. Uh, and you help, um, guide people through a journey of, of, of you know, giving basically into, Correct. into helping. So, um, you know going back a little bit to the negative you know going back to negativity, and I don't want to spend too much time on it but um, one of the things I see too is it's not only impacting um you know us as adults, but how do you see it as a teacher with the children you know that you teach you're in middle school now you were teaching high school before, but how do you see all this negativity negativity affecting the people that uh, the 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 kids that you're teaching and then you're that you're mentoring
2: yeah sure um. So the negativity is really impacting them a lot because, you know, when I, I know I'm, I'm younger than you. So, um, I graduated high school in 2007. So, but we still, we didn't have access to cell phones until we were, you know, juniors in high school. That's when cell phones really started, when kids started really having cell phones. Um, and then they were, you know, to flip phones and, you know, <sighs> free calling after seven, you know, right? right I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so we didn't have this access to technology and social like MySpace was just starting to be a thing. Right. Um and so we didn't have all this access to technology and to these platforms like these kids are now. Because kids now are they're on YouTube, they're, you know, everywhere. They have it at the tips of their fingers. Like you can have a five year old a phone and they can figure it out mm. um in no time, a lot faster than what I could, you know, at that age probably. You know, we were playing in the dirt. Right. Um, right. So um, I think having this access um, and then, of course, you know, not being monitored on this access has a lot to do with it. And plus, you know, they're not getting the social skills necessarily that we were getting because mm. um, we had to go outside and play with other people to be able to socially connect. And now they can do it through Xbox or PlayStation. Right. And, right. Um, you know, cyberbullying and things like that are at an all time high now. Mm. and um so with our youth it's it 's actually um pretty uh it 's pretty shocking because I know in school we 're actually focusing a lot because we have advisory time um, at our school, and we focus a lot on self awareness and mm. empathy. We start teaching a lot of these um, socio emotional learning um, things and doing different activities with kids to get them talking, get them aware of these things, and um be able to help these kids out to you know, let them know, like, this is not okay. And when you see these things, this is how you need to respond and act. Mm. Um, And it's good now that we're teaching them at 12, 13 years old and younger, um, hopefully to, you know, change that curve that they're doing and seeing um on the axis. And, you know, at 10 years old, you're looking on, you know, Instagram, whatever, and you're seeing, you know, these people perceiving themselves a certain way, and then they want to be like that as well. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. And, one of those influential people, Dr. Maddox, she taught me a big lesson on perception versus reality. Okay. Um, so, you know, you want to be perceived how you actually are because if you don't, other people will develop that perception for you. Mm. And, um, and especially being leaders, you know, you want that reality piece to come in. And I think that's what a lot, what's happening to a lot of our youth today is those perceptions are overtaking what's reality and how they actually are yeah i I see that a lot. I see you know what ends up like especially
0: instagram is the highlight the highlight reel of your life right look how yeah. good i good looking i am look at look at my new car look at well maybe not for kids but uh you know look at all my friends look at the party i'm at look at uh look at the i'm gone to a beach house this weekend and you have other students that might be sitting back and seeing all those things and saying well wait a second i don't I don't go to a beach house i don't have all these friends. I didn't get invited to that party. And then suddenly, you know, depression s- sets in, negative feelings sets right. in. And and uh, yeah, so I think that that is not good because again, it's just the highlight reel, right? We don't ever see the other side of that individual who's, you know, you, you don't see all their, like all the blooper reel, right? All the things that, that yeah. they screw up in their lives. And I think that's part of the problem with uh, social media too, is that you're seeing you know, a a curated one side of of everything. You don't ever see the, the, it's like a two dimensional space. Whereas when you spend time with people, it's three dimensional. You see the story behind the story, right? You, you, you get to know those people as individuals. So I think we, we only see a 2d version of people and I think it's not, it's not healthy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know, you'll meet someone in person and then on social media, they're a completely different person. Right. right. Um, and, yeah. you know, I, I, I know a few people like that and I'm just like, wow, like if I would have yeah. met you through social media, I would have never, you know, expected you to be like that. Right, um, right. So it's, it, it's kind of a, like you said, 2d and, you know, I'm a big follower of uh Clay Travis, who's a sports broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, And he had an episode one time he talked about how social media is uh not reality. Mm-hmm. And and if you follow social media trends, that's not the trends that are current. A lot of people felt follow those trends, and that's not you know, accurate information because it's... Yeah, it's, it's a false... false. It's,
0: it's false. just a group of people talking about one particular subject, and it suddenly exactly. becomes trending. Yeah, yeah, it's a perception.
1: We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors is your boss a jerk i understand you're in the hospital but i'm gonna need you to come in today do they lack any ability to actually lead people oh it's fine i'll, I'll just find somebody else that can do it okay john is offering a new service just for you for only ten dollars he will anonymously mail a copy of his best-selling book i have the watch to your boss with a personal note go to i and enter the
0: discount code boss at checkout It's what I drink every day. Bottom Gun is offering a discount to the listeners of Deep Leadership. Go to BottomGunCoffeeCompany.com and enter the discount code DEEP at checkout. Bottom Gun Coffee, the taste that's qualified. (laughs) <laughs> Let's talk about something positive, so yes. so I think we could we could spend a, a lot of time, a lot of time talking about the the problems of social media, but um, you know, we talked a little bit about it. The book is great, the way it's set up it is It is structured as a collection of weekly actions and reflections and sharing and um, So my question to you is, why did you set it up that way?
2: Um, because I know a lot of people when they see something like this, they could be kind of overwhelming.
0: Mm, okay. um, so
2: I set it up into uh, fifty two weeks. Um, so it's a year's worth of impacts, but you don't have to do it in one year. You know, someone might not have the resources or the availability or, you know, things like that. So it could be one year, two year or five years. Um, as long as, you know, if at the end of it, you can say, you know, I did a year's worth of impacts to, mm-hmm. to help other people and to spread kindness or to help my environment or my community. And, um, so yeah, I set it up that way because it could seem kind of daunting or overwhelming for people, you know, to like, okay, this, this could be too much. But if you break it down, because, you know, like, as you know, your wife is a teacher, um, we scaffold education. So we start one way and then we overall get them to a bigger goal. And the last week um, is actually, you know, you making your own annual impact after you've finished a book. So every year you can keep making an impact, but make one special one your goal every year to do, to impact your community or environment or the other people around you.
0: I love that. And what are some examples of like maybe one week
2: out of the year, what it might look like? So one week, um, I know um, you could plant a tree. Um, another week uh, I have where you're you know, donating to museums because museums, we always want to learn from our history. We need these places to keep going so we can educate the youth and things like that. Um, reading at a public library to impact kids and to impact literacy. Um, another one could be, you know, just giving a random stranger a flower. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example because I actually did this. This is one of my actual favorite posts. I was just in the grocery store buying groceries and I was like, you know what? I hadn't made an impact in a while. So let me make an impact. So I just went over because most grocery stores sell flowers and I saw this beautiful red gerber Gerber daisy. Cause that's, well, that's the ag teacher coming out in me. So (laughs) we we planted flowers and stuff. So I grabbed this gerber daisy and I went. And I'm like, I just, I'm going to give it to someone as I'm walking out the store. So I buy the flower, I buy my groceries. And as I'm walking out the store, um, I'm like, okay, I need to get a picture of the flower because I'm not about posting the other person. Uh Because if you, you know... If you're um, paying it forward or, you know, donating or giving someone like a homeless person a meal or something like that, you know, I'm not all about putting them on social media because uh, I know if I was in that situation, I wouldn't want to be that way. Right. But you know, spreading the message is the point. Mm. Um, so as I'm walking out, I'm getting ready to take the picture of the flower. And this guy stops and says, go ahead and take your picture. I was like, okay. I was like, this is the guy that's getting the flower.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: So he walks out. Um, so as I'm walking behind him, I said, Hey, um, I just want to say thank you for you know stopping and let me take my picture. And I bought this flower specifically to give to a stranger. Yeah. And he was like, Really? He was he was shocked. Yeah. yeah. I said, Well, here you go. I hope you have a great day. Um here I had a bookmark and I gave him a bookmark that I had made. Um, so here's this. Um I'm author of a book and you know, things like that. And he thanked me, and then I go home, and then I'm like, let me search my hashtag. Yeah, I searched the hashtag on Facebook and found where he had posted it.
0: Oh, so
2: and he was talking about how it made him feel great and things like that. So it it just the whole point of it is impacting lives of others to impact yours because man, it made me feel great. Mm. Um, to know that this person spread you know the message, and um, hopefully it will you know, motivate someone else to, um, help others or do a random act of kindness like that as well.
0: Oh man. I love it. That's great. Uh, you know, it's almost like, um, you know, in the world right now, it's so, it's so can be so negative And so, um, you know, we've got Corona, we've got the election, we've got riots, we have racial issues. There's so much negativity in the world. And then someone hands you a flower, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it says, yeah. it's just for you. Have a great day. And it's, I, I almost would think that people would say, "Wow, that's so." It's it's actually counterculture to be good, to be nice, to be yeah. uh, to thank people, or to just say, "Hey, have a great day." So it's really interesting that that's actually counterculture now.
2: Yeah, um, and well, I also talk about you know in the purpose of my book how you know the idea of community service has completely changed. Yes. Um, So now, you know, if you do a petty crime or something like that, they could serve you community service that you have to go and do. Right. Um, So it's kind of like community service has a negative, um,
0: It's punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like punishment now. Yeah,
2: Yeah. But, you know, um, the FFA and agriculture teacher in me taught me that service is—that's not what service is. Mm. Service is giving back. It's helping others. It's you know raking your neighbor's leaves. It's you know cooking a meal for a friend. Um, it's sending a you know just thinking of you card to some somebody you hadn't talked to in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's just those different things, just different acts. You know, it gets that simple. Yeah, that's. Um,
0: That's great. And I I just want to, you know, as you make that point, I want to just encourage the leaders that are listening here is that... You know, you can do that to the people working for you as well. You know, right. you can have a positive impact on their lives, and just knowing what's troubling them and asking them, you know, about their lives and being interested in what they're doing. And, and you know, I do random acts of kindness at, kindness at work all the time, where we're bringing we bring in like food for for employees, or we take the afternoon off, and you know, it's just those things that make their lives a little bit easier. You know, and and, yeah. and you treat them as a person and not just a a number on a spreadsheet spreadsheet somewhere and i think you know as 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 i talk about it from a leadership perspective you're talking about it from a community perspective but it's a very much the same thing it's about impacting lives to the positive and and having a positive impact on on people
2: yeah it's like you know um it's the little things that mm. build up and you know I'll, there's also a saying you know people don't quit jobs, they quit bosses. Yes. Um, and then, you know, if you're celebrating the little things, just, you know, for example, like, you know, when your birthday comes up, if your right. boss remembered right. your birthday, you know, there's family members that don't remember your birthday, but, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, but if your boss remembered your birthday and like put something in your mailbox or your locker or, th- or something like that, you know, it makes a big difference. Yes. Um, so, yeah
0: so leaders listen to that uh, I do that every 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 one of my employees birthdays I know and I make sure to thank them and I always uh, bring bring in food for their birthday and and so yeah so leaders that's a simple little thing write that down so if you want to be a you want to be a good leader you want to be a leader worth following uh know your employees birthdays and just say happy birthday even just that alone you're making
2: a positive impact yeah, pizza parties and goodie bags. <laughs> that's yeah, what, yeah, it's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Teacher way.
0: So uh it's, so it's great to, uh, I love the story about the flower and the impact that it made to uh, to that individual. What what is the you know, what other stories have you heard from people who have read the book and implemented some of the ideas? What kind of impact has it made on them as they as they've reached out and helped others? How does it affect
2: them? Um so I know a lot of uh a lot of people that have gotten my book are other educators, um, and I actually had someone, um, a dear close friend of mine, uh, purchased about 10 books oh, wow. and donated them to a high school um, oh, wow. in North Carolina, and they're actually going to be utilizing the book as part of their service projects for this year I love it. and so i think you know the, the book is for adults but it can also be used for you know young adults mm-hmm. as well and i know agriculture teachers because i i probably have some agriculture teachers i was probably going subcri- to subscribe and listen in just because you know i was on here today uh, but um you know, a lot of these activities can be used for SAE hours and community service hours for like beta club, things like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this school is going to be utilizing my book to help promote, get SAE hours, get involved in their communities and things like that. And then they're going to be spreading the message. Um, and I'm actually going to be, um, zooming in at one of their FFA officer meetings or chapter meetings next week, nice. um, to do kind of like an author thing and kind of kickstart the, um, the things cause they can do that remotely from home if they're virtual right. things right. like that, um, to get out in their communities and stuff like that. So, oh, it. um, it's, that's my, that's one of my big, my big feel good moments is, you know, knowing that, you know, schools and things like that can utilize this product as well, um, to help shape their communities. And, and especially when it's impacting youth that's, um, you know, it's, they're the leaders of tomorrow, so we got to take care of the leaders for the next generation. The you know that's going to take care of me after I'm you know <laughs> old and not working anymore.
0: Yeah, like when you get to be my age,
2: right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we got some time, but I'm
0: just a little bit further down the road. That's all. <laughs> so what? Mm-hmm. So what's your hope for this book? You know, if you could write the 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 the, the best chapter as to to what this book did for uh for you know the the community for the world what would you your what's your hope for the
2: book so my hope for the book is that um other people can take it implement it and make a difference for themselves Mm -hmm. and to you know let it be the foundation of them to get started helping give back to their communities you know beautify their communities um you know, their homes, the people around them, their friends, build relationships, network with other people. Um, Cause like some of the impacts is like lions club, volunteer civil organizations, things like that, who are also spreading their message and spreading positivity and kindness and things like that and helping them. Um, so it's overall, my hope is that it's going to keep um, growing, keep building and hopefully making a change in our climate and culture and our society today, especially our virtual society through social media. And, um, hopefully people won't stop there. That's my ultimate goal. Mm. If you finish the book, keep going. Don't go. Yeah. Don't stop. Yeah. Um, because we got to take care of the people that are not even born yet. We got to start changing the, uh, the culture of our society. Um, to a more positive professional, um, we can have fun, but we got to have good fun. That's going to, um, promote a positive message. I like
0: that. I like that. So what's next for you? Now you now you're an author. Now you're a published author. You're a new dad,
2: you know? Yes, uh, I so I
0: heard 2020 has been exciting for you. So what's, what's next for
2: you? Um, what's next? I, I'm actually working on another book for teachers.
0: Nice.
2: Um, that's, um, that's going to be my next project. I've also thought about, you know, getting into the children's literature, um, child, having children of your own will kind of motivate you towards that as well. <laughs> um, so I'm looking to go into that route. Um, education is still, um, My focal point, I love teaching. I love working with kids. I want to teach agriculture again. So that's in the works currently in my school system. Hopefully in a couple years, I'll be uh, back into teaching agriculture. Um, So, And then I'm also hoping to possibly go into uh, administration. So that's something I'm actually considered because I'm at that 10-year point. i got about 20 more years in education. Um, So I'm at that point now where, like, if I want to make that transition, I need to make it – so and just like we were talking about earlier, seeing those leaders, seeing bad leaders, it can positively impact you on what you want to do yeah. to get your mission accomplished in administration and things like that. So my ultimate end goal is to be a current technical education director. Um, that's my ultimate career goal. And uh, I'm hoping that's going to be, you know, what I kind of finish out my career in. And I got to take the steps to get there. And um, things are looking up for that. Good. So those are my, those are kind of my next steps for me.
0: I love it. I love it. Just continuing, continuous improvement, continuing to build on what uh, you've already done and, and continue to get better. And so, you know, you've, uh, you published one book and uh, now, you know, the process, right? So the next yes, one's going to be uh, even easier, right? And then oh, the, yeah. the one after that and the one after that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's
2: fantastic. So how can people find out more about you and your new book? Um, so I have a website, ericgodwin.com. That's, um, the, the easiest way you can find out about me. Um, it's got my book on there. Um, I've won some awards as a teacher. I was a Northeast region agriculture teacher of the year in 2018. I'm currently, uh, the Manassas City Public Schools. I'm their secondary mentor of the year, um, currently. So, and you can also find, I also offer a scholarship, the North Carolina Agriculture Teachers Association. So, I, um, uh, promote an annual scholarship for them to um, pay the professional membership dues um, for a young teacher to be involved in a professional leadership organization for ag teachers in North Carolina. So um, all the things about me, um, you can find out from my website, ericgodwin.com. And you can follow me on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, um, LinkedIn. Um, and a lot of the, on the back of the book, it has my book accounts as well, um, if you're interested in following those accounts and I want to see your impacts. Um, so tag me, use the hashtag impact my life. So, um, that's how you can get in touch with me. Oh, that's great.
0: And we'll, what we'll do is we'll put all those links in the show notes so people can find them easily. And those of you who are listening to this podcast in your car, you don't have to try to write all that down. We'll have it, we'll have it at the show notes and uh, you'll be able to find all that information. So yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Yeah. Don't write what yeah. while you're driving. So thank you very much. This is exciting. So leaders, uh hopefully you took a lot, lot away from uh this, this discussion. Um, you know, if you want to make an impact in the lives and, and of your community, the people that work for you, uh, Eric has a lot of good information in this book to help you do that. So Eric, thank you for being on the show and thank you for all of your wisdom, insight, and thank you for writing this book.
2: Thank you. And I, um, Wednesday was Veterans Day. I want to say thank you for your service, uh, John, and I greatly appreciate everything you've done. And thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, it.
0: Thank you. And uh, thanks for being on the show.
1: For more information and updates, please visit our website at www.deepleadershippodcast.com or johnsrenny.com. Until next time, take care.